0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe. First double-digit run for Penn State today. This time, Clifford back to throw. Throws over the middle. It's intercepted. Intercepted by Chris Jefferson at the 35. The 40 coming to the middle of the field. Midfield 45 down the right sideline. Welcome back, everybody, to the Behind the Rails podcast. Yes, we are doing it this season. I know we got a bit of a late start this year, but we are back here after the first Purdue game of the season. They're 35-31 loss to Penn State. And with me, as always, is former Purdue running back, Corey Sheets. One of the reasons that we got a late start is, Corey, you and your girl had a second child. So congratulations, man. How's how's the kid doing?
0: Um, He's doing great. Kamari Sheets is here. He's healthy as far as I know. I <laughs> <keep, laughs> want to keep that going. And uh yeah, he's, he's he's doing well.
1: So that's that's two now. Two running backs coming in the future, right?
0: No, I think one of them gotta be a quarterback. I think Kamari will be a quarterback. He's a little bit uh longer than than Corey was. So I think Corey would be state tradition running back. We're great. Put a junior beside all those records.
1: <laughs> there you go. And there you go. And and see, we'll need a quarterback after the three Breeze boys comes through. So, I mean, we just got to get this plan for the future. Just a, just an assembly line of former Purdue players coming through.
0: Uh, no, they just roll right through it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, we are here to talk Penn State. We'll also talk a little bit about Indiana State, our opponent this week. But uh very frustrating game on Thursday night. And it's one that, man... A uh, man, we we needed you there on that final couple of drives because we needed to run the ball. Run the ball and take some time getting up, like you said last year.
0: I mean, deru was doing his thing and they just had to feed him. The, the man improved during the all season I see. And what he had, two touchdowns? Yep. Hey, uh I understand his, his sentiment. I'm I'm pretty sure he's pissed off about not getting the ball at the end of the game when he was, especially when he was rolling the way he was rolling. It only seemed like uh, it was more of the same. <laughs> uh,
1: he finished with 15 carries for 57 yards and two touchdowns, but 3.8 yards a carry. You do that three times, you got a first down. You can start all over again, and that's I mean, all you needed at the end of the game. They called, I believe, one running play on two possessions in the final six minutes. And even if you just run into the line and fall down, you're still moving the clock or forcing them to use their timeouts. I just, I didn't get it. I couldn't understand it from where I was. I sitting, mean,
0: so. one or the other. Plus, in my opinion, Penn State's offense was wasn't doing too much of nothing. The whole game is just we were missing tackles, ridiculous mm-hmm. tackles at that, like. What was it? I? Don't What's number 10's name? My free safety. He comes over and tries a line tight end. Like, well, if you yeah. got to put a body on that big guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, got to knock him down. Yeah, at least hit down. a leg.
0: You're not, a, you not a, a WWE wrestler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and if you knock him down just before halftime, that keeps seven points off the board. I and mean, maybe you know. they try a long field goal there, but mm, that would hurt, too.
0: Our defense was doing its thing, so I don't foresee a, a touchdown happening at that time, even with the fumble, the poor ball security that was just <laughs>
1: – Yeah. And, and freak things happen because, I mean, that ends up being a 10-point shift potentially because producing field goal range, They had, he had gained enough for the first down. Uh, you, you can stomach losing three points maybe, but 10 because of poor tackling when it's clear that they were just trying to get to halftime, that was – to me, that was the biggest play of the game. Really,
0: I mean, I agree. Between the fumble, then that bush man. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't. And then it, what made it even worse was the as slow as he was moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like y'all, one y'all can't catch him. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally taking four steps per five yards. <laughs> That's horrible. Let me say, you, you, you want a 4-3, f- a that's two steps every five yards. A 4-2, yeah. f- two, that's two. <laughs> and then it becomes one.
1: <laughs> he is a 6'3", 246-pound tight end. Uh, this is not a guy that's going to be setting land speed records out there.
0: Man, he was doing it horribly. He, I mean, he had protection, yes, I'll give him that, but... We were doing horrible jobs at putting bodies on that guy.
1: Yeah, and and if if uh, Allen uh, number like you said, comes in and puts him down on the turf, he is down at about the forty yard line with less than ten seconds to go.
0: Exactly. Mm. <laughs> and I, I and I don't I don't see their offense even trying to score a touchdown at that point in time. It just seemed like they were just accepting going into halftime. Of what the score was?
1: Well, even if they run one more play to try and get in field goal range, it's still three points instead of seven. I mean, you lose the game by four.
0: <laughs> honestly, I don't even think they lose the game if either the fumble doesn't happen or they make the tackle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In my opinion, from as a football player watching the game, yeah, it was. It's the first game of the season, so it's going to be a little sloppy. But I think we had the better, the better mess. <laughs> on our hands opposed to them because they just looked they didn't look good as far as the teams that i've seen in the past
1: hey y'all we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff so we will be right back after this ad the behind the rails podcast is brought to you by bet online bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports concerts events with the first to market odds and lines Find reviews and news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online research for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today, or use your mobile device to join today and make your first bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that is B-L-E-A-V-50 receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts to me what stood out is i thought overall the defense did play really really well but when it had mistakes they were big mistakes
0: (laughs) i mean yeah but there were a few bright spots what's uh 97's name i kept seeing him a lot
1: uh, 97, I think that's, uh, oh man, if I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. I believe that's Simisi Fakasieki. And, okay. uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that is his name. Cause I, I heard a an announcer say it like, I was like, wow, I'm impressed that he said it correctly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, It's funny because he is actually a seventh year player for Purdue. Um, red shirted his first year, uh, didn't play his second year had some injuries got his free covid year last year got hurt again didn't play at all so he got a waiver to come back for a seventh season of college football he is the only player left that was recruited by the fir- the previous coaching staff
0: My, wow that's does he does he even have class
1: <laughs> he's a doctor by now i assume
0: he I mean, should be be better be
1: <laughs> at oh Rome, you wow a masters degree man
0: I mean, he should have something. I don't. I don't know how far it goes, but you 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 at school for that long. You might as well let him keep paying for it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's like an NFL prospect or anything, but shoot. I mean, he don't need
0: school. to be. <laughs> yeah. That's. I mean, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so, who else do you think stood out in this game? I know for me it was Charlie Jones, the uh, transfer receiver from Iowa.
0: Oh, oh they, yeah, they talked a lot about that guy. He's the, uh, O'Connor's buddy from elementary school or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think they grew up together because I think they're from the same rough area, of, uh, roughly the same area of Illinois. So, Yeah,
0: they, uh, like 10 miles apart, the guy said on the TV.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he he had a solid game, and what I like about him is they have worked him into the offense. He only had 21 receptions last year for 323 yards at Iowa. He had 12 Mm -hmm. in this game for 153, so it's interesting to see. You take a guy, you put him in an offense that is an actual offense, and you do well.
0: I mean, at that point, honestly, they were playing a two-man game. We're mm-hmm. gonna drive back. We're gonna run this route. I know you're gonna beat it because you're always there. I told Coach to get you here because I know you have what you can do, and I'm gonna use you. Favorite target right out the gate.
1: <laughs> and I, that's good when you're when you lose David Bell. It's nice to pick somebody else up. That's it's just gonna be your favorite target, your little safety blanket out there.
0: I mean, honestly, it was it was good to see O'Connor. He looked comfortable, opposed to last year when he was. Everything was – we was doing short throws, short throws. Is He seemed more in charge of the offense. Mm-hmm.
1: The, the only problem that I had with the offense was the play calling at the end of the game, really. And <laughs> that, that's not on O'Connell. That's not on O'Connell. I mean, that's not on Daru. Hey. It's – it just – you got to run the ball. I I kept thinking back to last year. I forget what episode it was we were talking. And you talked about – in a situation like that, you were great about just staying on the ground, waving over some linemen to help you get up, take that extra second or two.
0: <laughs> and i mean, I'm like, man, we needed that. Boy, I, listen here. I need three people to help me up. Two holding one on each hand and guy pulling me up like this. Like, I'm not getting <laughs> up for nothing. I've, I've even had – Had uh, the defense pick me up, Like, like, she stop. Get your ass up, and they'll pick, pick, like, literally pick me up, like, (laughs) (laughs) put me on my feet. I ain't the biggest man in the world, you know. The D linemen usually are, but (laughs) get up. (laughs) It's
1: like, man, you've been beating me up for the last two hours. Give me a break.
0: As long as I can get to my feet and I can take my time, because I'm, I'm gonna lose the ball for a second. Because that's really what you need. Yeah, Yeah.
1: because otherwise they'll spot it and get ready to go. So
0: exactly. So, I mean, tricks of the trade.
1: Yeah, and, and it's just little things like that. And I, I find it interesting that this was yet another game. Purdue throws 58 times, but they lose. And it, it almost feels like the more you throw, the, the worse it gets. And I know a lot of times it's because a team is trailing and they're throwing to get back into it. But this game had seven lead changes. There was not a need to throw that much.
0: I mean, it's Purdue they're gonna throw the ball until they get hot and they're gonna throw the ball some more it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that's what old Joe tiller saying but uh I mean I would love to see them run the ball especially when the guy he wasn't breaking off big plays, but I don't honestly don't think that's his game he's, he's more of a solid guy he's gonna get you what you need in control the clock and that's what we needed
1: mm-hmm. exactly
0: so I mean at some point, you, you can't keep doing the same old thing thinking, what's that, insanity? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: I mean, hey, some the, you get paid to figure it out. Time to figure it out.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're getting paid a lot more than I am, that's for
0: sure. Man, I love a lot more than me.
1: <laughs> uh, felt another big play that we had. It was almost a game-winning play. You had the Chris Jefferson weaving through the defense <sighs> pick six, and then throws up on the sidelines, and have you ever had – have you ever just been running so hard that you threw up on the sideline afterward?
0: Uh, no. The only time I've ever thrown up on the sideline was because I drank too much of my little secret juice and got hit in the stomach, and yeah, <laughs> it just came up. <laughs> yeah, so, no. but that was a I, can't, play. I can't blame him. That that was all nerves. He probably had had some liquid before he, they went out there and – he probably was talking shit before it happened. Like, I'm telling you, I'm going to get one. And then he got one. <laughs> he probably couldn't even believe it after hey, making all those those moves. And it just, oh, man, it was a great play, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it was a fantastic play. And uh really was a difference because I think what helped the most for Purdue is the defense went back out there and they got another stop. And
0: mm-hmm. – uh, the, the, the back buckle of our. Stops. We got
1: two stops.
0: <laughs> two big ones right at that, at the, at the most crucial point in time, and you can't stay on the field of victory formation. That's <laughs> <like>, all <laughs> so we needed we gotta, you to get to. Yes. <laughs> but, man, <sighs> under the lights, and I hate to start the season off talking like this, is just at a loss because I honestly thought we were going to
1: win. Oh, I did too, man. When, when we got the ball back, especially after the second stop, uh, I really thought they were going to move it. And even, you know, we're not criticizing right now if you have a replay not go against you where the ball just hits the ground just barely before Durham pulls it in. Because he had a first down with like two minutes to go and they called it in the stadium a catch and then they reviewed it. Didn't see a really good angle of it, but apparently it just barely hit the ground before he pulled it in. So it almost worked out even then. So, mm,
0: man. I mean, you know what's crazy? I don't mm-hmm. know if how I I don't know how true it was, but a guy told me that the home team, when they get challenged, it's like let's say it's thirty six angles. The away mm-hmm. team, they only get like twenty four or something like that. Like it's something off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like people that. use the whole everybody use the same angles. Like, what?
1: Mm 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 man, it's just, like you said, it's, it sucks to, uh, sucks to begin the season talking about this, but honestly, I think Penn State's one of the tougher teams that Purdue is going to face this year, and it's still a very favorable schedule going ahead. Yeah, it's a Big Ten loss to start the year, but if you can take care of business, you're still going to be right there at the end of the season, especially since it's not a divisional loss.
0: I mean, yeah, but... Uh... So, wait, how many, how many teams now in the, in the Big Ten? 15?
1: <laughs> 14 until USC and UCLA come in two years, which that's still shocking to me that that's happening. But
0: I mean, USC seemed like they always played a Big Ten team in whatever bowl game. So, it's mm-hmm. only right. They they should have been joined a long time ago, in my opinion. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but now you got to go all the way across the country, play a game at ten thirty at night.
0: Who the hell doesn't want to travel to California? Oh, I'm with you, <laughs> man. I was, I was out there in the and it was
1: wonderful. So,
0: let's see. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the uh, schedule—it looks favorable. Favorable. Mm-hmm. I could, I and... can see possibly. I can see eight, eight, nine wins. Mm-hmm.
1: I, that's kind of where I'm thinking right now. The only game that I kind of see as I would be absolutely shocked if Purdue won is Wisconsin, really. But that's been the case for a while because we've not been able to beat Wisconsin for nearly twenty years.
0: And they got a boy out there that run that ball. <laughs> it's,
1: it's Wisconsin.
0: But that boy, bad. I, I just I do I a couple of. Yeah, they do, but. I say this to probably didn't been, been the most special one in a long time.
1: Really? Even even with uh Jonathan Taylor doing his thing for the Colts right now. Mm. <laughs> now I'm gonna trust you, it's a running back. I I'm <laughs> trusting your assessment here.
0: I'm 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 picky when it comes to guys that I watch, but he's been one of them I've noticed like, all right, he ran this one guy over. I was like, "Oh, really? That's how you doing?" And then kept going, took off and hit the speed. I was like, (laughs) "Okay, (laughs) you don't see that too often." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that game, but not really.
1: (laughs) That's how it always is with them, man. And I just, mm, it's going to end someday. I just really would like it to be this year because it, we're due. We're due to finally get them, and it'd be really nice.
0: Yeah, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, speaking uh, of speaking of winning games, we can start to talk about our next opponent, and that would yeah, be a mighty trees, Indiana State. I was actually looking it up because uh, that's what I do here. One of your better games of your career came against Indiana State in two thousand six.
0: Let's see if I can remember that far. <laughs> 2006. That was, yeah, that was second year. I was, I was starting then.
1: Yes. Yes, you were. I believe that might have been your first start. Uh, we played the Sycamores to start the year. I believe that was the tribute game to the 1966 Rose Bowl team because you had the. Thursday oh,
0: that was that game. I do remember. Oh, my God. You just brought back memories. Man. I got, I, I got tackled by the kicker. <laughs> I, oh my God. When I tell you, how, I, I was embarrassed. Cause like, you know, you be like, all, all season like, yo, I'm turned They kick, kick it to me. I'm going to take it to the crib. Mm-hmm. and Then I, I had one man to beat. And honestly, I shouldn't even got like, I ran to him like a dummy. <laughs> but that's man, funny. but yeah, I'm, whew. that was a game, though. I think I had like one hundred and twenty twenty five yards or something like that.
1: Uh, let's see, official stats: you went for one twenty eight in a three piece, and you also got <laughs> three passes for eighteen yards, my friend.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that was a fun game. That was, we had the Nike contacts. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh man, that was a great game. It's crazy I remember it. Like just because of the jerseys, like that day we was just it just seemed like we was on that day. Yeah. Everybody.
1: Yeah, and I I know a lot of it comes from it's one of those FCS opponents, it's the lower division opponent, but man, the offense was working that day too. Uh, Dorian Bryant had a pretty good game too. He had um, let's see, he had three rushes for 22 yards and then he caught six passes for 154 and two touchdowns, just all around good day.
0: I mean, uh, I think that was uh the game. He came with the uh, three things that's always going to happen in life. He was like, you're going to pay your taxes. You're going to, uh, you're going to die. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and DB's going to be open. <laughs> there
1: you go. There he goes.
0: Right so,
1: so how did how did you guys prepare for a game like this? Because I know FBS versus FCS. This is let's be honest. This is a game Purdue should win, um, and usually by a lot. You know, big score put up and everything else. I, I know you got to take every opponent seriously, but that that was a little bit more relaxing. Or did it change if you guys were coming off of a loss before playing one of these FCS teams?
0: I mean. That's, you see the first few games of the season, like, all right, these are quote-unquote tune-up games. If you want to be sloppy, if you're going to be sloppy, you do it against a, a team that's from one of them weird conferences. <laughs> you, don't, you don't do it against a guy that's a team that might be more polished and got more veterans on the team. But, uh, yeah, you look at it – but you ta- you got to take it in serious because you don't want to be Appalachian State. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you oh, saw what no. happened there. So – <laughs> so you, you basically you got to be serious until you don't got to be serious if that makes sense
1: i could i could see that you just you put in what you got to do and, and you do what you got to do and i, I kind of see it as they'll be business-like and they will go out and yeah you know, i mean we I ain't, ain't got
0: no choice it ain't like we coming out here steamrolling guys uh no y'all need some tune-ups and this is probably the perfect perfect team to do it against
1: yeah, if you're going to get a 100-yard rusher, this is the game to get it. If you're going to show you can run the ball, this is the game to do it. And, you know, Indiana State's not horrible, but they're still not the opponent that you're going to see. They're still probably the worst opponent you are on the schedule. So, like you said, you don't want to do an Appalachian State against them because it will throw a wrench on the rest of your season. And
0: Especially if these guys know the guys on the team. because I'm sure we got a lot of Indiana guys. And probably they probably done not played against these guys way back when <laughs> you don't want, you don't want to go home and see the guy from that school that you supposed to have been beat up doing in and, ah, and they you was you was the, you was the one to mark on their schedule <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want that to happen. matter nah, of fact nah. during the uh, Penn State game, Something like that happened. My buddy from my hometown calling me up like, yeah, what happened? Y'all lost. Like, man, if you don't get out of here. He from back home. He, he went to Penn State. We actually got a, a picture of us. Is number 92. He's tackling me. But I scored, so it was all right. I won. Like, <laughs> 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 but we lost the game. So, the bittersweet. bitter sweet. Like, I got you on, on film, bro. You can't never talk nothing. That's a touchdown. you in front of you. your number.
1: <laughs> i believe they call that ball don't lie
0: <laughs> right and it what's it was funny is i don't even got the ball in my hand i'm 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 uh reaching back because i reached over and somebody hit it so i scored but then the ball goes in the air and like you see me like i'm not trying to fumble because you know how it goes sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh.
1: but i i do expect an easier week for us this week uh I would be stunned if Purdue lost, um, but we almost did in 2013 (laughs) to Indiana State. I remember that game well, and boy, that was a dismal season too. But uh, I I kind of expect everybody to get some run. Uh, Anybody on the roster that has a chance of playing this season will hopefully be playing. My biggest question is, um, who is the next quarterback that's going to play? I'd like to be up by enough that we settle – who's in the lead for next year's starting quarterback between Michael Alimo and Brady Allen, two four-star recruits. Alimo has not really played a whole lot yet. I think he got in the UConn game last year, and that's it. Brady Allen is a true freshman who looks really promising. One of those two guys is going to be starting next year, so I think this is a good game to get at least one of them some run and uh, see what they can do, assuming we get up by a big number.
0: What's the – the true freshman. What's his? Uh, what was he been looking like in camp? What's the Apparently, he's been of?
1: doing pretty well. Uh, he he came in very very highly touted, one of the better quarterbacks in the uh, recruiting class last year across the country. And pro uh, quarterback, probably a little bit more mobile than O'Connell, uh, but he was the number ten quarterback in the nation. And out of a small southern in Indiana high school, that's pretty damn good.
0: Uh, this is, You can answer that question at the very beginning of the game. Whoever has the clipboard is not going in first.
1: Oh, okay. There
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> you see, if, if, if I remember correctly, <laughs> the guy holding the clipboard usually goes in last. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, we'll see. I I I hope one of them at least gets some run because I think if one of them's playing, if one of them's playing, it's either because O'Connell got hurt. No, no, we
0: don't don't speak. We don't speak hurt. No, we we don't. He threw. Let's say he threw a couple of picks. He had a bad day. (laughs) Oh, there you
1: go. But hopefully, if we're up by four scores in early in the fourth quarter, and one of them gets out get out there for a series, that'd be great. Or a quarter. A oh, quarter. There we yeah. go. There
0: yeah, we, we need, go. We need a quarter, and need O'Connor out by the third. So let's make that happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, do you have any final thoughts before, on Penn State before we wrap this up?
0: Defensive line looked great, like they usually do, in my opinion. Uh, defensive secondary needs to tackle. I hope the tackling drill was all on points this week. <laughs> 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 Double this. Game to show out. It's the the game to have a day.
1: O line plow that road for him.
0: Uh, Yeah, they should be confident. Just how O lines talk. Hey, we're the the Big Ten team. Y'all the little guys. We're coming to move y'all. So let's hopefully we see that.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we will be back here next week uh, again uh, to discuss the Indiana State. Game and hopefully we'll get back to our two a week. Uh just depends on how Corey and I can sync up our schedules. But for now, this has been episode one of season two of the Behind the Rails podcast. I am Travis Miller of Hammerandrails.com, and for Corey Sheets, we're saying good night and boiler up BTFU. The Behind the Rails Podcast is brought to you by Beth Online.